Good evening and welcome to the Joust. Thank you, Jousters, for joining us for another week. And I've got to give another great big welcome to someone else uh, sitting right across from me. Elliot. No, Liam, welcome back to your favourite seat. How is oh, it? It's um, a lot less stinky than when I left, so I took a bit of time, uh, got in nice and early and really kind of warmed it up. So. We, we had it steamed while you are gone. Oh, I wish you hadn't. But thank you. Thank you yes. very much. It's good to be back. Isn't great it to just? Be back. Isn't it just? Cause Wonderful. You, you've been over abroad. Or two. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Studied abroad or two in my time. <laughs> stop it. But um, Yes, I should stop it. Otherwise, I'll be arrested. Yeah. <laughs> but how was it? Is it good to be back? In oh, the it's great to be back. Back in the chair. Big thanks to uh, Riley and Harry Rigney. You did a... Reasonable, reasonable job. job. Reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we could ask of you. They, uh, they cast a sh- no. What's that expression? You cast a shadow to you? No, I don't know. They, no, no. they did it right. Um, we all cast shadows, Nagy. <laughs> no, big thank you for, for both those boys for stepping in. Oh, they did wonderfully. But it's always good to have the family back. Now, Liam, um, we better jump straight in as we often do. And uh, do you have the sponsors for this week? I do, Nagy. Actually, sponsors for this week are the five dollars schnitzel and gravy at the Gateway Hotel. I used to get two actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Proline, you remember Proline, the inline skating rink next to Marathon Stadium? Now, yeah, I think I do. And this brings me brings me to a bit of a question. If you speak to any woman over the age of forty, she's guaranteed she's met her husband. At, at a, the roller disco. At the roller disco. Yeah. And where did they go, though? I don't know. Obviously, roller skates and discos still exist separately, but, but it just seems like they kind of... Their time in the sun is over. Together. Really. They, they never they never shall meet again. No, you'll find the kids have moved on to razor scooters and uh, skating boards. <laughs> I and thought you were going to say razor like blades. <laughs> no, that was more 90s. That was <laughs> They were big in the 90s. They were huge. Razor blades and heroin were huge. But were yeah, great. the Proline was a great, uh, great, great organisation. Uh, great establishment. Still is, I'm sure, somewhere. No, it's Planet Fitness now, actually. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, and finally, the time Oscar Gallagher vomited all over Nagy's shoes on the bus. Now, yeah. why were you being vomited on upon a bus? Yes. Now, we were on our way back from the day on the green, one of the, the many day on the greens that have been with Oscar Gallagher, and... Um, it was on the way back, middle of the night, and um, we'd just seen, I think, oh, I can't remember, Bruce Springsteen, I think it was, and <laughs> and he looked a bit poorly. Uh, we're sitting at the back of the bus, and he's he's had a bit of a vom not long after we've got, like, just down the main road, like, broke road, or, like, in, <laughs> still well within Hunter Valley. <laughs> and um, and I was only wearing thongs, so it's oh. I, I could feel every bit of it, but, and I think he may have had pad tie that but day. But why didn't you tell the driver, now? Well, you see, this... <laughs> Is a very good point because I got up uh, and quickly, not to disturb anyone else in the bus, um, squished up there with my vomity thongs. It's very squishy, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. And um, and instead of the driver, I was like, oh, look, mate, we might need to stop. And he just, he gave me a very blunt, can't talk, mate, I'm driving. Like, don't approach the driver. <laughs> can't cross the yellow line, yeah. He said it to me like it was a law I should have known as a child. Like, look, like, I feel like it's the kind of rule that has a bit of leeway. You can kind of alter that rule if someone's vomited on your foot. Your yeah. Barefoot. Yeah, my bare foot. for a thong. And, uh, and and he was like, so I was like, that I was like, oh, screw him. And I just let Oscar, I just gave him a bit of a pat on the back. And as he continued to vomit the entire journey. Um, well, Oscar, was, well done, mate. It was like a horror movie Thank by the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> now, we got to do what? First sips. First sips. How does this show work? Oh, no. <laughs> to Ross Dog. Didn't re- he have a good game on the weekend? He did. This was a shambles when he left. I, was, I couldn't remember to do anything. It was a shambles when I was here, so... But yeah, it's cheers, true. Rossi. Another great game. Thank you, Rossi. But uh, obviously, sticking with tradition, uh, we'd ask that you please be upstanding for the National Anthem of Australia. Oh, 
apologies for that, guys. Uh, our producer, Elliot, just learned what Canada is, and he's been doing a bit of research. He's very excited for me. He wasn't sure what... He thought it might have just been a world on a television show. That I think were. he thought it was a mental health recovery clinic that he I has, was going to. Yeah. <laughs> Which, in many ways, it is. It is, yes. Yeah. It, it certainly is. But, uh, but anyway... I still managed to watch the game. It was an absolute delight to watch. How could you watch it over there? Ah, see, I have an internet phone. Ah, so the, I, I use the internet phone. The smartest of all yeah, the phones. Yeah. I, was, I was a bit drunk. It was about <laughs> four in the morning. I was going to say but it was, it was a wonderful. Time it, was a, it was a very good game. I think, may I start hats off, Nagy? Please do. Oh, well, lovely. Um, I'm going to give first hats off because we've got a few this week. Yeah. Lockie Fitzgibbon. He had uh, obviously scored two very good short-range tries, made 22 tackles, 108 running metres, six tackle breaks. Yeah. Now, that's the one for me that him running out on the edges there, he's just wreaking havoc. And he came back on after suffering a compound fracture on his finger. Of his penis. No, of his finger. Yeah, that's right. Yes, his, uh, his hand penis. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I mean, that's just, that's tough as guts. That's what? real excellent toughness. So. You don't see it in this, this time of the point of the game anymore. No. Like, you know, someone having a compound fracture and then still being allowed to go on with all the, you know, the 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 sort of... Well, I believe actually it was a compound dislocation. Oh, okay. So the bone still protruded the skin, but I don't think it was a serious break. But yeah, my hat's off first for the week, Lockie Fitz. Well done, Lockie Fitz. Mm. I think, and how uh, about you, Nagy? Who are you? Well, I'm a bit to? torn. A bit torn. There's oh, a few standouts. Like Natalie and Bruglia. Bruglia. <laughs> <laughs> are you lying naked on the floor? Yes. Yes. Good. Good. Um, in Bruglia, uh, <laughs> <laughs> as they say. Um, yes. No. It was um, for mine. It was. I'll split between like I like what Jacob Safedi did. Oh, in, it, brilliant. In uh, but you know I think Jacob's still covering an injury a little bit. So. There's a few times, you know, that he, rightly so, I think he's got nerve damage in his neck. He does. He, he definitely can't turn his head quite like he used no, to. No, no, no. But mine, uh, mine was Danny Levi starting the game. Oh, um, tremendous. From Hooker, which, you know, he's been working off the bench very effectively. But I still think when he's out there, we're at attacking best. And, um, yeah, so that, that hats off to me, to Danny Levi. And I think the, what he's done in the last 15 rounds... He's really starting to be that we've spoken about it before. That annoying hooker you hate to play against. That that pit ball around the around the ruck. That like you know he's and that a, try he scored perfectly epitomised it. You know yeah. he carried over two very big guys on his back. Yeah, which actually was the lead up work from Jamie Bure to play the ball was phenomenal. He had one foot in the air, pirouetting yeah. backwards, yeah, and still managed to spin around, and get his foot down for a perfect quick play the ball. You needed he that. Had Luke Lewis holding his leg. It was. It was amazing. It was very... Uh, it was very arty. It was very Melbourne. Artistic, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was something yeah. you'd see in a statue, maybe. In oh, absolutely. But I've, I've got another hats off as well, Nate. Hit us with another Jacob one. Jacob Safiti, obviously you mentioned him. Mm. He does seem to be carrying a bit of a nerve injury there, but, you know, in the absence of Daniel, he's really stepped up now. 147 run metres, 27 tackles. Yeah. And every time he'd run, there was three and four... T- Sharks tacklers in the mix to get him. He's I've just- said it before. It's lucky we've got two of them. Because, mm. you know, just for this very time, when we, we insurance, lose... Insurance, if you will. Insu- we've just got insurance players. Yeah. And it, it's good to see. But uh, any hats back on this week, Liam? Look, I've got to give my hats back on to the referees. Um, okay. Now, I know it's easy to do, easy very target. Very easy. But very early in the game, opening 20 minutes, Cronulla, I thought, got away with a lot in the play of the ball. They were slowing the ball down very deliberately. As a result, the Knights couldn't get good, quick ball, made some mistakes... And then, obviously, uh, Cronulla leapt out to an early lead. But then it went quite the other way when they were pinging for infringements for both sides in the ruck within their own 10-metre zone multiple times. And no one was sent off, which, uh, listening to the commentary, I agree with the commentary team. It was just penalty after penalty after penalty for both teams on their own try line. Yeah. You've got to start sending off. They yeah. gave warning was, after warning. It was all in the 10, too. And it was mm. that, that's, like, that's not the game that I like it's to cynical. watch. You know what I mean? Send, give Chad someone. Townsend should have got 10 when he raced up. For the intercept. For the intercept. He yeah. was about five metres offside. 
He was halfway in the attacking line before the tackle player had even got up. If that's not 10, I don't know what is. Should they maybe reintroduce the five? I don't know. But yes, know. my hat's back on for the week. Graham Hughes reckons they should. Graham Hughes reckons that's the problem with the game. I agree with Hughesy, yep. Um, Absolutely wonderful. And look, I was gonna, I was gonna have another hats. Back. I was gonna have my hats back on to, to Mitchy Barnett because of the few mistakes, and he just looked. There's a few couple of errors in his game. However, I gotta give another hats. I gotta keep the hats off. Yes, I'm keep throwing them the off. hat away. Throw because, the hat away in the bin because of celebrate. Tyrone Amy, the man making his debut in Didn't the last he round have of a football. Great debut. That little, uh, that little pass for Lockie Fitzgibbon's try. There's one word oh, I can describe that. Multiple benes. Yes, two words. <laughs> multiple <laughs> benes. No, bit of finesse. Mm. Well, he just looked like he, he knew exactly what he was doing. It was a chance pass. He, he caught it. Could have given it straight away. Could have tucked it and run. But he chose to shape away from the defender and pop it to Lockie Fitz running straight through. And like he had his dad, who was very ill, um, watching, as well as a lot of members from his family, making his first grade debut. I heard he had about 60 or 70 members of the family. Isn't that brilliant? Yeah. yeah. Bloody and brilliant. Well done to the fans, too, or rocking up. Uh, yeah, 20,500, playing for the Spoon, 2 p.m. Saturday Father's Day game. That's yeah. a phenomenal crowd. Well done, Knights fans. Yeah. Bloody... Best fans in the comp. Now, Unbelievable. But the, the game the itself. The game itself. Um, now, it was it had these memories of... I had these memories of like when we got beaten 62-0 uh, from the Sharks. Uh, and, uh, was it the corresponding game? Or, no, I, think it was, I think it was the fir- earlier Sharks That was the earlier Sharks. Year. But it was the, the last time, last year when we played the Sharks at home. And and it just and then they got those three tries in 20 oh, minutes. I was worried. And I was like, and even the commentators said, like, oh, I just don't think the Knights are showing up today. And is this the Knights side that they're trying to get away from? And are the Sharks too good? And all that shit they go on with. Oh, it's nonsense, <laughs> Nagy. It's nonsense. And uh, and the 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 turn of it all, obviously, was that Tyrone Amy pass uh, to Lockie Fitz. And then Lockie Fitz backs it up again with, and doesn't he have a, just a tremendous um, hit and spin? We were discussing earlier, Nagy brought mm. up, he's bringing back the hit and spin. Mm. Which, I mean, who would you say was the last great exponent of the hit and spin? Um, I was going to say Bradley Clyde I Brad believe Clyde. Brad uh, Clyde Brad Clyde It was like uh, uh, Matty Parsons didn't mind A bit of hit and spin he, uh, Parsons loved the hit and spin If we're talking nights Matty yeah. Parsons liked a bit of yeah. the old hit And then turn backwards And sort of make make Just as many metres um, mm. You know Work in the backside first And nothing wrong with that But, but Lockie Fitz Knows when the, When to use it I find it Down the edge He's got a good hit and spin And looks for the offload Well his timing's impeccable He doesn't yeah. spin into the line he spins through the line. Yeah, he spins so through. So he'll it. spin when he's already got on the outside shoulder. Pirouette. And they've got a hand on him. So he's spinning out, pirouetting out of the... It's just phenomenal. It's a, a hell of a thing to a watch. Lot of, a lot of teams have these like wrestling coaches. And I even heard one today on Talking Sport. Um, contact... Um, contact, what's it consultant? called? Consultant? Yeah, it's like a contact. Something like that. Like, Funnily enough, rest- Knights have a ballet consultant. That's like what... Lucky <laughs> fits. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they got, uh, they've got right there at... Uh, right- Bar- Barishnikov was out of a job. <laughs> they got uh, the, the Hunter Dance Academy right there in Broadmeadow. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> going to be part of the new center of excellence. Yeah, and it's just it's light in the toes, little toes, mm. little feet. They uh, <laughs> but look, there was it was still kind of a classic Newcastle defeat. Yeah, um, there was error. It was just again the inexperience shone through. There was errors at inopportune times. Yeah, um, late in the set, deep in Cronulla half, but he couldn't really get enough pressure because third, fourth tackle on their ten attacking. Sometimes a third set in a row. Yeah. Bam, spill the beans, make the mistake. And a lot of mistakes coming out of our end early in the set. So it was, you know, 66% completion, still not good enough. Yeah. It led to only having 44% possession. You can't win a football game without the ball. And I feel like there was still a bit of inexperience shining oh, through losing heaps. the ball in those pressure moments. Heaps. And it's shown why we've gone in such an aggressive recruitment phase. Uh, because the, the the current team that we have, um, we're just uh, look. I'm just going to say we're just not as talented as the other sides we're playing against, especially when you're coming up How against the Premier. How dare you? How <laughs> yeah. dare you? 
But um, I think even I thought there was a bit of a moment. I think I remember Trent. Um, love the guy, Trent Hogginson. Oh, what a gentleman! But I don't think he's caught one ball in the open space. Now he, no. he, he caught like an offload, and he was like, from "Yeah, the cog." It was from, from the, uh, cog, the yeah. cog, himself. And he looked like he was through, and he dropped again. He must have done that at least four times this season. Mm, and you got you got to point it out. You got to point that this you is do. why we're it's here. It's construction criticism. Yes, <laughs> but look, there were so many positives about the game, though. I mean. That turnaround after the opening 20, that showed a lot of grit and determination. Mm. I think a lot of mental fortitude, which Brownie, again, has brought to... We've been on the Brownie bandwagon since the start. Since day this one. This is what he has brought to this team. Yeah. Previous night scenes would have been done by 60. But, you know, he he's brought this mental strength that we can get through these games. We can kind of have a go at winning. Obviously, don't win, but have a go yeah. at winning. And there was a few key... There's only a few really key players in the Sharks that really sort of turned around. Only one try in the second half, was it? Two tries. Two, Two tries. tries. Two tries in the second half for the Sharks. Um, no, it was one try in the second half for the Sharks, one for Newcastle. Was it? One per piece. Yeah, right. Um, I can't really remember. I'm always drinking during these games. That's the problem. Um, <laughs> I don't see a problem there. But Paul Gallen. Um, oh, he, we have to talk about that. Yeah, like there's been different things at how many meters he ran. He went well over 200. He ran over 300 meters. Well, there's I think talks. You're fine. I think there's talks of 300 meters. 303, I think. Uh, 303, 25 tackles, a line break, a line break assist, seven how? offloads, eight tackle busts at the age of 57 years 57 old. How does he old. do it? He look. I saw it. The peptides. I saw him in Centrelink, and he was, you know, and he was saying, "But I'm a senior. I don't know what he was doing there." <laughs> but does uh, he get a one dollar coffee from McDonald's? <laughs> I don't know, but he has got a lot of arguments with bus drivers about how far he should <laughs> Isn't go. Isn't it amazing? A man of his age, yeah. rep retirement has been the best thing to ever happen to Paul Gallen's career. As much as I loved him in the blue, the form he's showed for the Sharks this year, he's gotten even better. It's unbelievable. Oh, I, hate, I hate the fact that when we're playing against him, I hate it. And like, I only really liked him when he was wearing the New South oh, Wales I jersey. I loved him more than anyone in that New South Wales jersey. Yeah, but Brilliant. now it's just like, I don't like you now. Because oh, he's, that, I, I he's the thug. He's, he's the thug we don't have. Absolutely. Because like, even he got the... He's the thug Mitch Barnett wants to be. Wants to be. And probably will be. Like, and probably will be. I don't think they're too far apart at that at the same age. Like, Paul Gallen really didn't hit these rep strides until a little bit later in his career. I think it was 26, 27, he started pushing for like Australian jerseys and even New South Wales jersey, I think was... He came onto the scene late, yeah. It was probably 12 years ago now. Still, but at 57, that only puts him at 45. (laughs) But it was uh, one of those games that you you think, okay, we'll probably end it. But we we, we weren't in a good enough position to win that game. Defensively, though... Well, that's what I was going to say. On that note, I thought the Knights handled the offloading game of Fafita especially very well, but also Paul Gallen. He still got away a few offloads, but there was enough support in defense that the offloads didn't cause a huge issue. And Fafita, the the guys did a great job on. There was three and four in the tackle. They were locking the ball up. He made a lot of meters, but didn't seem to have the usual line-busting effect. I don't think he's got that same hunger anymore, Fafita. He doesn't have that same, I don't know, well, like I'll game tell you what, breaker. Well, in his gut, he's got some kind of hunger. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely eating a lot. He's uh, And also, i got to give, uh, like, like I thought Luke Lewis just peppered Trent Hogginson all day with these short, like, short, those those um, inwards, like, lines, those, excuse me. Um, uh, and, and Trent handled it really well. Legs tackles all day. It was I thought it was really good. He did, yeah. Trent. Trent was very good in defense. I can't remember who he covered tackle, but it was brilliant. It was, that was, that was Luke Lewis. Yeah. L- yeah, it was. But to that end as well, I mean... You had the pressure taken off trend again with uh, Jack Cogger being kind of the primary kicker. And he did a great job. He kicked for 150 metres plus. But it was the quality of the kicks which were good. (laughs) No, but it was the quality of the kicks, Nagy. It's putting them right on the line, putting pressure on. Our kick chase was pretty woeful. But the kicks were good. 
And he's looking really good with the ball in hand, you know. He's he does stepping, a nice, making making breaks. What he does, he sort of backs his own pace a little bit. And when he like comes around in that, in that sweeping play, which is just standard now, he straightens up nicely. He straightens up beautifully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And looks really like I hope like it's one of those things you're like. Apparently, Canberra Raiders are sniffing around at him, and it's oh, like forget them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who wants to go there? It's cold or it's hot. It's one of the two. Um, Tony Abbott lives there, does he? <laughs> Doesn't it? I assume well, doesn't all live politicians live there. <laughs> they all live there. Don't they? That's where Parliament House is. It's a big hotel. Yeah, they, yeah. Um, yeah, effectively. Um, he lives there for some point of the year. Anyway, but <laughs> Cogger. He's not commuting there, is he? Cog- yeah. <laughs> yeah, they all are. <laughs> I don't know how it works. <laughs> the member for Hotham getting there Hotham, every day. The, the member in for Hotham. In government car on our tax money with a cab charge card. Yeah. Member for Hotham. Do you reckon if you had a cab charge card, you'd just get cabs everywhere? Oh, everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Absolutely. Just the point of driving. I'd make a terrible politician. I would abuse my powers so much. Oh, yeah. you got Within the week, I'd have a scandal like you've never seen before. I but just, just think... a dumb scandal like, oh, he took a plane to McDonald's or something. You know when, like, it's like, you know when you're out and you've had a fair bit to drink and then you... As politicians and, do. And yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, you know, like you just, as, as a regular member of society... And then um, you've got no money, and you know you've got no money, or you like it, you got the credit card out, and then it's like, <laughs> and then it's like, I'll get the cab, boys. I know it's fifty-seven dollars because we've gone to three houses and dropped four blokes off. We're about to go back to Mick's house and oh, keep drinking. So and times. then you're like, I'll get it. But it's like, can you imagine if you're a politician, you have this like, like com- magical money card? Money card. Of course, you got to use it every like, day, every and, day. And once you use it once and no one said anything, you're like, I might use it again. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. If you don't get caught. You're it's in ama- the clear. It's amazing that they're all not, they haven't been sanctioned in some way, but not, why are they giving them the card if they're just going to abuse it? Well, that's the thing. I mean, it, you're going to do that, aren't you? If you're a politician, because you're usually a dick anyway. So, but yeah, look, we digress. We digress. We digress. But yeah, no, I thought it was a good defense for the Knights. Oh, the scrambling defense. Great we scramble. haven't covered the scrambling scramble. defense. Defense on the goal line. Again, good committed Committed work. Yeah, they're I there mean, for each other. They could have absolutely. let the game blow out to like you know in the thirties and the forty points put on them, but they didn't want that. They didn't want that. They were upset that they got three tries put on them early. They turned the game. They turned it into a game. Um, yeah. And you know even to the point at which he, the Sharks um, first chance they got took the penalty goal. You know what I mean? Put a sign of respect. Sign of respect to that um, to that defense and, and and that they're scared dogs. Yeah, <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> I hate all teams out there playing the nights. Um, but yeah, no. And Gallon came out. And he's like, yeah, they're a good, yeah, a good attack side. They're just not a good defensive side. It's like piss off, mate. Well, like, last game at Newcastle, he said we were a reserve grade side. So yeah, that's yeah. an improvement. Yeah, and and also, to be fair, which and he wasn't like right. we scored like all our tries in up like pretty much under the posts. Like, like oh, absolutely. What can they say about their defense? Dickheads. Wankers. But importantly now, Nagy, something I was thinking about today. So in the context of this season, obviously we saw that game as a, a bit of a success. Mm. Uh, but uh, I just don't, look I don't want us to get used to that feeling because I think when you look at what we've got going on next year, we, we would look at that game if we played it again, same circumstances, but with the new players, that result will be not a success. No, no it's not. And we shouldn't So be- Knights fans, let's not get too used to it, but... We do have to appreciate that that was a hell of a performance from the boys. Yeah, and they had their moments. And to turn from where they were 22 minutes in, it was a damn good effort. Oh, God bless the boys. the Spooners of the last three years. We essentially won the last hour. Playing the Premiers. Yeah, we did, yeah. Which, realistically, they should have just given given us the Proven Summons trophy there and then. (laughs) I would have thought. 2018, boys. We're coming for it. 97, 01, 18. It rolls off the tongue. Mm. rolls off the tongue. Doesn't it? It's like the word Manila. 
It just Manila. R- Manila. It just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. And I think My about favourite kind of envelope. Yeah, well, I think about the folder or the envelope. Or your folder envelope. You can call it whatever you like. Rather than uh, the place in the Philippines where lots of people are being shot. Oh, yes. And a large <laughs> garbage dump. Yeah. <laughs> they have, I think, one of the world's biggest garbage dumps in Manila. Really? People live there, yeah. It's just the streets, is exactly. it? <laughs> no, it's an I actual should... dump. It's actually the largest dump in oh, the it's world. It's like a slum? Yeah, it's like a slum built on landfill. Hey, if people want to live there, they can. Yeah, it's got a whole economy. Like, people's jobs are just moving rubbish around. Trash economy. <laughs> basically what Oscar Gallagher does. <laughs> yeah, That's his job, I think. Yeah, he lives He lives at the tip, doesn't he? He, he does. Summer Hill Waste Management Center. <laughs> That's what he calls it. We've got a very big pointy end coming up. Uh, a lot of stuff to cover. Also, a bit of a season in review. Uh, like And players coming in, players going out, and where the team's at. Look, it's going to be huge. Also, we've got a very full sack. Liam's been sitting on his sack for, for so long that he's just looking to re- release it. Uh, also, I didn't turn my bolognese sauce on, so I've got to get in. Oh, you better do that. Yeah, sorry, sorry, boys. We'll have, a, we'll have a quick break and we'll be right back to the chest. Welcome back to the second half of the jest. You were getting ready for the song. I was intro. waiting for the song, but we already did the We've song. We've already done the We've song. We've done the song. We like to dance a little oh, bit. Oh, we love yeah, to dance. Air guitar into the, the first air part. Air drums as well. Yes. And uh, we're just discussing something very poignant. I think we gotta we got to discuss here. The, the the strange part in our Arnold Schwarzenegger's career where he uh, decides to um, go away from being the ultra action hero and start, start I think it was the Danny DeVito time. It was. It was. So you've got, you know, obviously twins. Uh, twins. You've got... Kindergarten cop, junior, got junior. Yeah, it was kind of a weird family-friendly time for Arnold. And if you look at him now, you're like, you're like, yeah, it makes sense. But like then, it's like you've got Commando, Conan, and, yeah, Conan the Barbarian. Like he's constantly killing people, and then he's just like Terminator. Yeah, like and then he just wants to do children's movies. It was a strange period, and it was a strange period as well because he's the Austrian guy who was always the American Austrian guy who was like Mister America. Because before, <laughs> because everyone else during that period were bad guys. They were yeah. terrorists. And we talked about Rickman playing... Um, Hans Gruber. The Grubes, yeah. In the... Uh, in, in, uh, in Die Hard. And God knows, the first time there's ever been a German person do anything wrong. <laughs> yeah. Was it uh, Mr... <coughs> Mr... <coughs> <laughs> was it... Would a group say that? Mr. Takagi. Mr. Takanaki. Will, yeah, Takanaki. Yes, will not be joining us for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> Awful Rickman. Let's imagine that, like... In Harry Potter, he's just out killing kids. Harry Potter will not be joining us for the rest of for his the re- life. That'd be a short... He's just got, like, teenage children buried in his yard. He wouldn't put it past him. God bless, no. Alan. God bless Alan Rickman. I'm oh, may he rest gone. in peace. I forgot he was dead. Thanks, Maggie. No... I forgot he was dead. <laughs> no wonder Bloody Holly. What are you going to do? Dip it in yogurt? <laughs> yeah. Love, actually. One of Jow's favourite movies. But we, we digress. digress again, <laughs> as we tend to do. Naggy, let's go pointy. Let's, Let's get, get on the pointy end. The now, pointy end of the joust. Now, Liam, what do we got? So I figured what we're going to do right now to start the pointy end. Throughout the year, we've hodge and podge and pish and posh covered various signings and whatnot that have happened. So I figured we'd collate them, mm. get them into one um, little section and discuss. But this first is, of all... Because now the season's over, we can focus on 2018. We can now. First of all, and huge news at the pointy end, Lockie Fitzgibbon has re-signed for two years. God bless him. Great re-signing. So he signed through till 2020. I would have loved a third year on there, but I don't know the look. I the think minutia of contractions. The way we've been re-signing players, I think two years is pretty strong because we don't really usually want to go past one, which is good on the Brownie for staying strong for these sorts of things. But uh, look, but he, they forced the hand of of the Knights with the how well he's been playing eight tries in fourteen games. It's phenomenal for an edge back rower. That's a really really good striker. Second got, only to Ross, Nathan Ross for tries for the Knights with actually. ten. Yeah, which is crazy. Ken mm. Sears only got a handful. Yes. 
And uh, <laughs> but, look, but look, the, the signings for 2018. Let's cover them real quick. Herman Asse, Asse mm-hmm. Aiden Guerra, Sean Kenny Dowell, obviously mid-season signing. Tao Moga, Caelan Ponga, Connor Watson. How good is that goddamn list of signings? Finesse. It's just got it's, a lot of class to it. Doesn't list. It? And I, I think, as we were talking about before, you know, we we've been unlucky in the prop hunt. Um, which I had to be very careful what I said in those two words oh, together. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I feared for the worst. The uh, the prop search maybe. Uh, <laughs> um, because we've yeah we went hard after Matt Scott didn't get him probably luckily. Uh, yes. And then now news James Graham. Is James Graham signed for the Dragons. For the Dragons. And news that again Nagy is a bit more hesitant about this, I'm hesitant. but news that Adam Blair signed a big contract for the Warriors. So. He probably will go there if they give him th- three years because I can't see the Knights giving him But again, I feel like that may have come out of uh, a bit of the thing that's going on with any off-contract player because the Knights are so far under the cap. Anyone who's off-contract linked to the Knights. They can pounce. And we're still talking. There's still like murmurs of like, like if Maloney was available, we would take him like a big money. So there's still money there. That there's a lot of money there. Marquee money. You know what I mean? Like, and there's, yeah, there's not Matt Morland. But what my point is about the search for the props is that when we first started searching, when, when at the beginning of the season, when we're looking for like Matt Scott, like a Matt Scott, um, our prop stock at the time uh, being Daniel Safiti, Jacob Safiti, uh, Josh King and Jared Stockwell. Um, and sure enough, we've lost Stockwell. No big loss there. I think I think everyone was no, was fully aware that he wasn't going to be resigned too much. Yeah, like he's gone, but like because he was on big money as well, so that again money. frees up a lot of cap money. Yeah, well, so Safidi's now playing like I think Daniel Safidi in the the last fifteen rounds. We're playing consistent, dominant front row. Honestly, he's one of the form props of the competition. He was if you're looking yeah. at basics and just getting the hard yards done well. He was doing it as well as anyone, and then you throw in these gains. I mean. Yeah. But Josh King in the last probably five or six rounds, he's improved out of sight. Yeah, and these guys are only pups. But these are guys that like suddenly do we do we need to spend marquee money on a prop? Do we need to spend like over half a million dollars in James Graham and have the Bulldogs front another half a million? Like have them like you know do, do we need uh, do we need someone of that gravit- gravitas? Uh, Excellent word. It's, it's, thank you. I was about to say gravity, and then I I went full ball with it. Uh, <laughs> then uh, <laughs> I went balls to the wall. Um, no, but like. Suddenly, it doesn't. Which of course, ma- gravity makes pretty hard because then you got to push them out. <laughs> you know, it's a whole big. Thing. It's a logistical nightmare. It's a nightmare and is what a, a latestical nightmare as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is, but it's it's nightmare thing- I have often. Yes, but now we've got Herman Sasa, Daniel Safiti playing, assuming that he, that he continues to grow, uh, and I just like not physically. Obviously, that'd be ridiculous. There's no more room. There's no more room for him to grow. No. Uh, he won't get on the bus. Um, <laughs> but there, but I I suddenly think we don't need maybe an older prop. That's been around for a while. Jacob Lilliman's been talked about. Lilliman, I think, would be a handy little signing. Now, that's that's what I think is like some someone like that to complement a young Ford pack rather than take control of the Ford pack. I still think Adam Blair, like you know, if we can get him, it's good. I don't think we'll be paying ridiculous amount of money for him, and he plays at. He's not a typical typical front row. He's not. He's got a little bit more. Oh, what's it? Um, Je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. He's a bit more of a loose cannon sort of a prop. And he's, he's a bit more of a also Rocks and Diamonds performer. <laughs> yeah. Because we saw against Parramatta if you caught that game. However, speaking of Rocks and Diamonds, about one of our 2018 games, that was what I was worried about with Sean Kenny Dow. Yeah. He's proved me wrong immensely. He's yeah. been great. He's been really good for the Knights, especially showing a bit of experience coming out of our own end. So those Rocks and Diamonds players, yeah. I've found that Kenny Dow... Now that he's not surrounded by a lot of the superstars he was at the Roosters, he stepped up. He's still playing he well. He said, look, I need to cut out those errors. 
because I don't have the superstars around me that can kind of cover for them. And he's been really good. So I feel like maybe an Adam Blair might be the same. You know, yeah. He has those errors in his game, but once he's a bit of a leader, he's inspiring more people around, he cuts out those errors. I've got to say also, what the coup that we did on Teotau Moga. Teotau Moga? Teotau. Teotau. Um, is I didn't realize his backstory. He was playing for the Titans, I believe, and the the, the Broncos picked him up for one year, and this has been oh. his breakthrough season. So we've 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 scooped the At cream, the perfect time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, scooped I, the cream and left the milk. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy so we, your milk, Wayne. <laughs> Don't cry over spilt milk. And um, bash your milk because it's like they they made the star, and then we're taking it. We're doing what every other team does, does to us. us. It's oh. it's a brilliant. Doesn't it feel great? Same with Connor Watson. Connor Watson, we're giving him the first like big money contract. Usually, it's like we want to nurture him through, but like I'm excited for it. But when I see that list of 2018 signings, I see first of all the good thing which the Knights haven't had in a long time: competition for positions. People are finally going to be able to say, "Oh, we look, we've got three second row spots, including the bench, yeah. but we have four people who can do it. We've got wingers who, you know, we've got five or so yeah. to well, fill two spots. Well, it's look, amazing. Look what, like, Ponga pushes Ross back out in the wing, which puts pressure on a, a whole lot of, uh, like, Kenny Dad, you wouldn't move him, so you think, oh, does Ken Sir now, now suddenly look for to hold what his own put spot? Ross in the centres, but then you've got Tao Tao Moga, and then you've got to put him in at the expense and of then, Pete Mataudia. Yeah, look, and it's, we shift everyone around, but look at our back row next year. We've got, um, we got uh, Ed Guerra. Aiden Huera. Coming in the side, we've got the, the captain, Sione. Uh, due to come back. Due to come back. Um, uh, we'll do, a, I think, a world of good having him, this, like, for his head knocks. I think Paul... It doesn't look good every time he goes up no. for a concussion. Does, the Paul it's a bad look. Doesn't know where he is. Um, no. <laughs> the, and, um, but then we've got Lockie Fitz. Lockie Fitz. And Barney. Mitchell Barney. So then it's like... James Bure. No, it's, yeah, James Bure. So it's the like, list goes on. That's five back rowers to yeah. fill potential... Well, five spots. Three on the field and two on the bench. But, but still, that's, but and still. then you've got your Sam Stones, you've got your Luke Yates. You've yeah. got, all of a sudden, there's a bit of depth that yeah. the Knights haven't had for years. They fight, they'll have to fight. They'll perform, and there'll be injuries. There'll be injuries. They're, we, look, we it's a fact of life. And, and I get up in the morning, I injure myself. Yeah. It's a fact of life. <laughs> it's, it's almost a guarantee with you. It's a guarantee. I, uh, I can't talk. I'm just as clumsy. <laughs> I lost a cup of coffee today in the office. Oh, no. How did I, you lose it? I just couldn't remember where I put it down. Oh, like, I thought you meant you lost as in you spilled it. You just forgot where it was. I couldn't remember where I put it. I Is it a big office? No. <laughs> <laughs> Four rooms, maybe. Does everyone have the same mug or are they all in just... Uh, the I think just the point that I, I couldn't remember where I'd been and I started irrationally <laughs> looking for it. I made it even had a little trip to the bathroom to think, did I put it down in the bathroom? Why would I take it in there? Mm. But I still, it was uh, that's the kind of place person I am uh, as far as uh, clumsiness. So um, you're not alone, and I think that's Good, why I'm glad. It's, I, uh, I think being alone sucks. I think that's why we uh, yeah. we uh, we we get along so well. Liam. Oh, absolutely. But now on to the losses for 2018. Uh, obviously, Dane Gay guy is the big one going to South Sydney. Rory yep. Cost Jason retired. Yeah. Who will actually, he'll be coaching the Harold Matthews side next year, which good I think see. is a good thing. Great to see. Yeah, he seems to get on well. Uh, Sam Mateora, retirement. Jared Mullen, released under contentious circumstances about yep. drugs and such. Uh, Michael Paella, going after Hull FC. Tyler Randall, already at Wakefield Trinity. Yeah. Anthony Tupo is retired because he's. Uh, the same age as Paul Gallen <laughs> and Joe Wardle returning to Castleford. Yeah. Besides Gagai, in that in that list, I don't see too many big losses. Jack we Stockwell can't cover. also. J- 
Jack Stockwell also. also In that yeah. list, the only one we can't cover, I think, is Gagai. Cost Jason obviously never made that impact because he never got a start. But yeah. the other players are kind of older forwards making way for the young Josh guys. Josh Starling also not going to be joining us again next yeah, year. Yeah, well, but there you go. Again, two another older forwards who are making room for some very good young guys. Yeah, and I think this is another season where we're... We're, we're, yeah, we've talked about this before. We've maintained the nucleus of the side. The nucleus. Science. I can't ever say that word properly. Um, but like what I we've said it remarkably, <laughs> Nagy. Well done. What? Um, but yeah, we've look, been working so recently on Nagy's words. I gave him flashcards when we were gone and such. It was <laughs> lovely. Pronunciations. Mm. Um, but it's. I think Gagai is a big loss, but at the same time, look for the talent that Gagai is. We couldn't make him work in the side, and I don't blame him. Like obviously, he's gonna. Look, South has gone through a rebuild at the moment as well, but I feel like um, they will be able to get him the ball that he needs to actually perform. You well, know? will they? They look pretty terrible at the moment. Yeah, well, I think I, still, I think they'll recover quicker than we did. And well, well, with Madge Maguire just been released as of today. As of today, yeah. Will, do you think they uh, have as successful a rebuild as we seem to be having? I think they needed a bit of a shake-up. Like, as far as... I think they're still holding on to that 2014 Well, they haven't done much since the Premiership, have they? Well, I think they're hanging on to that Mm. thing of, like, all right, we'll keep Sam Burgess and Greg Inglis and everything else will just work and, like, pay Adam Reynolds an exuberant amount of money. That's it. I mean, watching South at the moment, we are not entertained, Russell. What I'd I f- put my thumbs down. What I feel wrong with South without going too far to oh, one let's side. Oh, these dickheads. Yeah, right. I just think that, like, if you look at John Sutton, John Sutton's the reason. Like, what they, that they're hanging on to him, <laughs> and he's the reason why they're still playing the way they do. You know, what you're gonna get with John Sutton, and it's disappointment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Love to get some feedback, Kate Hines, if you're if you're listening. <laughs> Sorry, but Kate. it feels like with the signings and with the players that are being let go, it feels like. Brownie has finally now, in his second year, at the end of his second year, yeah. got the team that he wants. He's yeah. got the team that he feels can do what he wants to do, and he's not saddled with players from the previous administration, the previous coaches. Yeah. I think, you know, we're seeing from a top-to-bottom perspective now, the Knights yeah. are coming together. Yeah, we We got the coach early. But there were still issues with the roster. We've got the roster sorted. Yeah. But there were still issues with the ownership. We've got the ownership, ownership sorted. sorted. Yeah. It feels like it's all now coming together. It's one of those years where you take a bit of time, but you actually get everything done. Like yeah, look- exactly. You know, the getting together of the shit. <laughs> we got our shit together. All it of the took shit. two years, but the the shit finally has got together. It took rakes and brooms. We've got it all in one pile now. And now we can see: can you polish your turd now? <laughs> can you polish your turd? But uh, further to the pointy end, our reserve grade side. Great yes. news in the ISP Premiership. They are through to the second round of the semis. Uh, and the NYC team finished seventh, yeah. so they're through to the semis as well, which again is showing the the it's long-term a, it's futuristic more plans of Brownie. And like a lower of, grades doing well. A lot of these players that we're seeing playing really well now, the Safiti boys, um, Lockham Fitz, uh, Danny Levi was poking his head around these. These are sort of people that were playing in that uh, 2015 grand final of reserve grade. You know what I mean? That obviously weren't ready for first grade. Very young guys that were probably should have been playing under 20s, but they they were just fostering them through. And I. Don't want to go on, on this anymore because we talked about it all season and it's still came, it's still only made out of five wins, but we can see much better. Did Success is on the way, Nagy. Do we talk about Lockie Fitz in the back row? Do we forget about him? No, we've discussed him in great depth. Yeah, got the hats off. We won't. We, we, mentioned, we, him, we won't, mentioned his resigning. We shan't be mentioning him again. I, actually, I probably will. I love the guy. I think he's great. Um, also, in big news for a, a bit of a uh, for a night's old boy, yeah. Matt John's son Cooper Cooper Johns mm. has signed for the uh, the Melbourne Storm now. Yeah. You, you want to talk about Harv's pedigree. He's a he's a number six. He's been playing at Manly. You want to talk about Harv's pedigree. He's the son of Matthew Johns. Mm. He's the son, uh, the nephew of Andrew Johns. Yeah. He's named after Cooper Cronk, and he's going to Melbourne, where Cooper Cronk will probably retire to be a Harv's coach. Yeah. 
that's probably the best halves pedigree I've ever seen in my life. Next that, stop. He's going to be unbelievable. Next stop, Illuminati, I think. Oh, it's, it's, absolutely. Everything's just falling into place. Fall, but uh, he's a Storm fan now because he grew up when uh, Matt Johns was a, an assistant halves coach. Or now he was a halves coach at the Storm. So Andrew Newcastle, Matt? Uh, Matt. Andrew. Andrew. Uh, Matt, Matt, Matt. Matt was. So Newcastle might not see the services of Cooper Johns, but you know, we'd love to, but you never know. I'd love to see him follow his brother Jack Johns up here and have two Johnses in Newcastle first grade in within five years, I think. All I want to see next year... And I hate to say it's about Trent, but what I really want to see, and I think he's still an important part of having that as far as like a backup, but I see Trent Hawkinson playing a lot of reserve grade next year because I see, um, uh, God, I was going to say Caitlin Ponga. No, Cooper, uh, Cooper, Cooper, Cooper Watson. Connor, Connor Watson, Watson. Connor Watson. And Brock Lamb in the halves. Great halves combo. They look good. I can they look Brock, great. Brock Lamb of the last seven rounds and then, uh, and then just Connor Watson getting a bit of freedom, saying go out there and... It. And then maybe Trent as a steadying hand off the bench, perhaps Nagy or no? You wouldn't bench him, but like I could definitely like mm. it wouldn't be a bad thing to have him with them because like he's got a wealth of experience, grand mm. final, Origin winner, like yeah, he's he's the kind of guy that you that you you need in that sort of for, to, to foster these young ones through. And oh, ba- you have to foster the youngs. And him and him and Brock Lamb are apparently very good mates as well. Oh, good. Apparently, someone oh, saw him at Cold Rock having a, just a bit of a. Ooh. A bit of a chill What's out. What's your if cold you rock pick? What do you get? Yeah, see, I'm, ooh, I'm a bit of a strange. I've, got, I've been. Who are now? You're a bit, a bit of a strange, strange one. Yes, I don't mind. That's the, correct. I don't mind getting like usually like a coconut ice cream with with uh, maybe like a Mars bar through. Or like no, like maybe like a regular ice cream with like a bounty through it, and <laughs> bear with me and gummy bears. You're a psychopath. <laughs> I get bubble gum and gummy bears. Oh, you get gummy bears as well. Yeah, I get gummy bears, but in bubble gum. Plain ice cream with a bounty and gummy bears. That's like that serial killer pretty shit. much the same fucking no, ice cream. No, no, it's terrifying, <laughs> Nagy. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be proud of that. Yeah, righto. Um, so, so we better jump on to your sack, Liam. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, it hasn't been relieved in weeks. Excellent. So, we got obviously lots of questions. Lots of questions for the end of the year. Well, three. Three. Um, <laughs> Which oh, is... we can stretch it out to about six. Stretch your sack so, out. So, first one, uh, Timmy Regitano. Now, I've got to give a quick shout out to Timmy. Thanks very much. It's been one of the uh, the jazz finest contributors. Thank you, Rimothy so, Tanjano. Rimothy, the Maltese Falcon. Sparrow. Sparrow. Yeah, Maltese it, Sparrow. Uh, predict. Oh Jesus, Timmy, written as a novel. Predict best player next year, ladder position, best signing, worst signing. How many beers drank on the joust? All right, we'll go from the back. What beers on the joust? You reckon for the entire season? Well, actually, not too many because we mixed it up. There's been wines. There's been Canadian clubs. There's been. The odd Cointreau. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I, I think you've really got to take it as an alcoholic uh, beverage total rather than just uh, sticking to beer. So uh, I think all of them. More than what three men should be able to consume. More than the recommended daily intake intake by a long- your doctor's association of Australia. <laughs> that kind of thing. So, um, um, best signing? Best signing, yeah. Callum Ponga. Pong? I think we've. I think a lot of people forget about it because like, we got him so early. But he's. I think he's just... Gonna be like I think he's gonna explode. I think he's just gonna be. I've got to say I think SASA will be the best signing because he'll just offer, he'll just offer that extra prop. Yeah. Just bring his starts to the forward pack. He's got a which lot. Which will allow the pong to do the best things out the back. They'll complement each but other. But I feel like the SASA platform is it make will make push him to be a bit of a better signing. All right, very good. Worst signing now. For next year. For next year. I think I know if I was gonna point the finger at anyone, I think possibly Aiden Guerra might not live up to his roosters form and I think maybe for the money we've probably given him um, in the back row I like all our back rows for the, the aggressive nature but I think at times he can be a bit of a passenger yeah I think I've got to agree with you looking again through those signings they're all damn good yeah but uh, my worry is kind of Watson I think 
he hasn't really played full-time half role. He's always been a utility. He's coming to play the halves. Yeah. But, oh, that could backfire. Could I, backfire. I'm, I'm fairly certain it won't. Yeah. But, you know, we'll see. Only time will tell and such. Uh, we're signing, we're signing. Ladder position, what do you think? Next season? Yeah. We'll finish eighth. We'll finish eighth. We'll, we'll, we'll poke our nose in the final. I'm going to go seventh. I think seventh. Somewhere around there. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Um, and best player next year. Who are you picking? For the team? For the team. Uh, look, um, I think most consistent overall. I think Ross Dogg is really going to compliment her. Um, I think uh, uh, for our uh, wings concerned, if he's put back out in the wing, I like him at fullback, but I think he's still got a few holes in his game. Um, but I think out in the wing, I think Rossi or in the centers, like somewhere out there, with giving plenty of uh, plenty of um, plenty of ball, plenty of early um, yeah early ball, he'll do well. He'll 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 run rampant. I think I got to say Daniel Safidi. I think getting the operation over the off season, he yeah. won't go to the World Cup. He'll come into next season refreshed. Fresh. I feel like he'll be pushing for Dally and proper the year next year. Quite yep. honestly, uh, Andrew Milos. Host of our dear friend, the Big Dog Podcast. Yeah. Funniest moment of the year. In the, for the pod or for the game? It just says funniest moment. Like just, so it doesn't even have to be of the year. It could be like of your whole life or of history, really. I did like the off the bottom up here. <laughs> we did, off did the, like the off the bottom. Off the bottom. Good. off the bottom video. The video has been a lot of fun. It has been. The videos have been great fun. They've been my highlights. Yeah. Um, Rob Costa asks, will Nagy ever improve his personal hygiene? No. Uh, t- well, <laughs> Timmy Ray, of course, has answered no next question, so we didn't even need to answer that. K. William Wilson, another great uh, contributor to the show. Now that Timmy Ray, aforementioned Timmy Ray, has successfully lost 100 bucks to Seamus Kelly, yeah. will they agree to double or nothing on a premiership bet? <coughs> if so, who will win or can nobody beat the fucking Melbourne Storm? Yeah, look, it's basically they had a bet whether the Broncos or Parramatta would finish on top of each other on, on the ladder. Mm. Uh, and blah, 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 blah. It, they came down the last round and they're talking finals. Bullshit, nothing to do with the Knights. <laughs> no one can beat the Storm. A couple of rangers fighting about money. Can you yeah. think of anything worse? <laughs> No, actually. No, it's just Sorry, awful. I did give it a quick minute there. and I, No, nothing at all. But uh, no one will beat the Storm. It's absolutely not possible. No. They're just in unbelievable form. I think Parramatta, I think if anyone would be Parramatta. Parramatta will push them. Yeah. But I don't think at the end of the if, day, Parramatta has the clout or the experience if to... Par- if Parramatta get flogged um, against the Storm this round, I think the season's over. The Storm's won it. Oh, absolutely. Sad, re- sad year. And it'll be a forgetful year. We could push for 2018. <laughs> yeah. Any more questions there, Liam? That's all. We don't know, right? We breezed through those, actually. That was, uh, we flew through them. They're all very simple questions, guys. By Please. simple men. <laughs> yes. And for simple men. That works out nicely. It's a simple game. We're simple men. It's uh, it's Alan Jones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just that rugby league is a simple game for simple people. It's because he coached the Tigers to like the spoon in what that is, was it? I like, thought he was successful with the Tigers, wasn't he? Oh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I feel like Alan Jones was actually quite successful. Yeah, who knows? Coach, I, I don't cares. like Alan Jones. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's a dick. Don't get me started on Dean Mackin. Oh, Christ. Oh, Dean Mackin. Oh, what a goose. Um, who was that? Was he in, he was in the long, long eyebrow, wasn't he? Yeah, he's, <laughs> he had a supporting role, and that's all he's good for. Alongside, who was the main actor in that? Graham Gilbert. Uh, <laughs> oh, and Charlton Burton. Charlton Burton, that was it. Yeah, Charlton Burton in the long, long eyebrow. Um, now. Yes, sir. <laughs> Liam, now I've got your full attention. Oh, it's you've, not much. You've been not. you've on the flight, you know, you're bored, you had this 16-hour flight back from Canada. Actually, closer to 20. 20-hour 20 flight. Stopped but over in Beijing and picked up no a... Guangzhou. Guangzhou. Uh, bless you. <laughs> 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 um, and uh, you decided to do a bit of uh, bit of research. I have, I have. Look. And what we like to call a blast from the past. <laughs> yes, the past blast. Now, this one is a bit in honour of one of our young players who's done quite well. Young Jack Cogger. 
It's a great Australian name. We're uh, actually looking to his father yeah. for the bl- blast from the past. His dad, of course, is Trevor Cogger. Trev Cog. Trev Cog. Now, another great Australian name, Trev Cogger. And um, look, Trev was actually a New South Wales Rugby League legend. He played for the Western Suburbs Magpies, Naggy. Did you know this? Oh, yeah, producer Elliot's yeah, just no, no, sorry. a note. Yeah, we're not good with the notes. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. The Western well, Suburbs we Magpies. Read them. The Western Suburbs Magpies, you say? Yeah, he was actually in... in uh, What's the word? Inducted. Yeah, he, he was, was inducted, inducted into, into the... the the Western Suburbs um, break break. Yeah, Western no, Suburbs right. Magpies <laughs> Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played 160 games for them. Oh. 48 tries, 190 points. Um, he played a few years for Lee in the Super League as well. Yeah, and uh, he holds the record for the most capped player across first and reserve grade for the uh, Western Suburbs Magpies. Hey, that's all right. But it was later on in his um his life where he really kind of found his calling. Yes. Know? I mean, the cog, you know, he the, played great. He was the a cog great was a footballer. Great, great on the field. But it wasn't until after his career that he really found his niche. He actually went on to be, um, how do I put this? He worked in uh, engineering and metallurgy. Mechanics, he a, yeah. Mechanics, like, yeah. yeah. He was a small tooth yeah. on the outside of a wheel. And no once, one... once him and the other teeth on the outsides of the wheels interlocked, yes. they formed a system of gears. Yes. And that would be like a pulley system. It made, uh, made life a lot easier. So, the cog, you know, he formed pe- an integral part of the gear. So not many people knew that he was actually only two inches long and round. Oh, it's all made of metal. Made of metal, and some, he, some sort of alloy. And he attached himself to to a larger, <laughs> a larger wheel. Yeah, yeah. It was amazing. he was on a bicycle for a bit. He was just for a while. Yeah, but that's you know that's the history of the cog. Gave uh, gave birth to well, he didn't give birth. I mean, his uh, <laughs> his female life companion gave counterpart. Birth to yeah, one of our. Great young talents in the in Newcastle, so it's great to uh, great to it's dip bit, back into his uh, history bag. It is, isn't it? Just thank you so much for doing that for me, Liam. I do pleasure's love all mine. A good blast from the past. Now, jousters. Before we go, Nagy, I've got to say this is our last joust of the regular season. Of the regular season for yeah. uh, round twenty six, and we will. Look, we got to we got to break it to you, jousters. We're, go- we're having a little bit of a hiatus after this. Uh, we're, we're the finals. You you you'll see something from from the grand final show. Uh, but uh, in the finals, just, just rest those ears. Rest those ears. Until the 29th, don't forget, Nagy, we will be doing 1997 Relived yes, at Central Bar on King Street. Yes, look, if you liked our Origin uh, uh, shows, you'll be blown away because this one's much better. And if you liked our Origin shows, you should get some psychiatric help as soon as possible, please. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Liam and I have uh, so uh, so kindly been uh, a part of this uh, new thing. 97 Relived, they're going to be past, uh, nice past players. players that will be broadcasting the game in full on the large, large screen. Yeah. 29th of September tickets are available somewhere. Somewhere on online, the I think it, on on the Facebook. We'll send it. We'll put a link up on our Facebook. We'll put something up on the pipes. But I also just wanted to say, you know, we wouldn't be the joust without the fans that we have. Yeah. You people out there listening to our rubbish and not calling the police every week. So thank <laughs> you very much to everyone who's listened, contributed in some way. You know, helped us take the piss out of ourselves and others. It's it's been tremendous. It has been tremendous, and it's, and I look forward to doing it a lot more. And yeah, we're probably never going to go away until no, you all stop listening yeah, collectively. Eat shit, you're stuck with us. <laughs> Thank you very much, Justice. It's been a pleasure. We'll catch you in the not-too-distant future, but please uh, keep an eye out for us for our grand final show as well as the one out at Central Bar on the 29th. Thank you very much, Liam. Thank you very much, Nagy. (laughs) Thanks, Justice. We'll catch you later.